Welcome in to Three the Hardaway, aka the Three Man Jalen Weave, aka the best big three since LeBron D Wade and Boz live on YouTube. First time uh, ever. Uh, we had planned to 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 wait until 2023, but the guy said, "Why not do a, a episode right now?" So we are here. Okay, hey, we ain't got a goddamn thing going on. Let's we ain't get got a goddamn thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off work. Yeah, off work. Took off work. So we just you know what? Let's go ahead and pull up there, man. Uh, if you are on YouTube, leave a like on the stream. I see we are currently at six likes, so let's keep it keep it going with that. Uh, of course, if you're on the podcast platform, After the Fact, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anybody podcast, leave a five-star review. Uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. If you don't know who I am, I am the walking bucket providing instant offense. It's your boy, Savage. Up here, we got the coach on the sidelines, taking school on and off the court. And when I say it's really shitty, it's really shitty. Shitty, what up? And what's happening, man? Good, good hump day Wednesday here to talk about some hoops, man. I'm glad we live. We got plenty to say, man. And like The Rock used to say, just bring it. Just bring it, man. We also got your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, Sample Man himself, Mr. Ted Shakira too. What up? What's going on, people? What's good? What's good? Happy to be here. Happy live show. Yes, it. sir. Happy live show. December 28th. We at noon. I don't know how often we'll do this uh, at noon <laughs> when everything get back to normal with work. Uh, but we're here right now. So let's let's go ahead and hop into it. Uh before we got on the show, uh Took said that he had a, a trivia question or, or something. I, I don't know about pop quizzes during the holiday break, but hey, Took, what's up? Yeah, we got a pop quiz. If you get it wrong, you fail. If you pass, you 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 go along. And I'm gonna put some pressure on y'all because my mama got within a year of this. Like I already oh, we got people. Let's get it. So we're gonna add this, we're gonna add everybody in the live comments. Make sure y'all comment, don't Google it. So Again, pressure's on y'all for being a, a basketball heads. Let's see if y'all get it. No team outside of California and Texas has won the NBA championship outside of blank and in what year? So, again, no team outside of Dallas – I mean, outside of Texas and California has won the NBA championship outside of this team. Is it is it so many years, like in the last 20 years, or is this just period? So I'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all a year, 1979. What? Team Blazers. Blazers. Bi- Bill Wall. Mm-hmm. Damn. 1979. The Celtics. Nope. <laughs> you mean? You mean? On the West. West. On the West. Okay. Oh, the Blazers. Um. Come on, comments. Come on, comments. Come on, comments. Yeah. I gave y'all the year. I wasn't supposed to give y'all the year, but I gave y'all the year. 1979. Yeah, I would have definitely gave the Blazers too. And if it's not the Sonics, huh? I mean, it is the Sonics. The Sonics? Yes, it is the Sonics. <laughs> it's the Sonics. 1979. Ah. So if you think about every team that's mm-hmm. won the NBA championship in the West, they've all come from either te- Texas or California since 1979. Damn, that's true. Okay, so in the West, it's been Lakers, Warriors, Lakers, Warriors, Warriors. Spurs, mm-hmm. Dallas, Dallas, mm-hmm. Houston, Houston, Houston. Yeah, Houston twice in the 90s. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah, so once I saw that, I was like, Shh. yeah, I got I to gotta bring that attention up to the boys. So hope y'all enjoy it, though. I could have swore the Blazers won a championship. I'm just, maybe I'm tripping there. The Blazers won 1979 because you got to okay. think it was the Okay, okay. Was the I'm about to say, because Bill Walton, I know he was a bucket for a second in, in Toronto, but, uh, not Toronto, but Trailblazers, but damn. Yeah. Hold on, wait, wait. Dr. J, yeah. Because yeah, Dr. J was Philadelphia. in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah, that's what we want. I was like, some red team won in the middle, in the midst <laughs> of all that in the 80s. Because you all you saw was gold, green, and a few Bulls jerseys. But 
Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Dang, yeah, the Sonics gotta be, man. Man, okay. I forget who's on that team. I mean, I don't not forget, but I, have, I don't even know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I gotta pick up their drones. I don't know who that is. Bring the bring the Sonics back, man. Bring them bring back. The Sonics back. <laughs> yeah. I would have to say bring the Sonics back. <laughs> <laughs> now, now normally I'm the one that, that comes on the show with uh with all the quizzes and random stuff. So, yeah. so you kind of threw me for a loop, man. I want I want ready for that. I want ready for right. that. All right, so let's let's get right into it, man. So uh, a couple of days ago, John Morant or Nike released the uh, the image of the John Morant ones, and I'll uh, show them on the screen right quick. So they released the first colorway, which was this particular shoe right here, uh, powder blue, yellow, pink. You know, mixture of different colors, which for me is is common for a lot of basketball shoes now very mm-hmm. rarely do you see players with the, the shoes that completely match the actual uniforms of their nba team so i have no problem with that it's kind of a bit you know taken from uh soccer swag uh then they also john morant had on this colorway um for the for the christmas game which i like mm-hmm. these a, a whole lot more actually uh yeah. than the other ones but um first thoughts on the john morant sneakers well, first things first, they aren't mid. Not for people in the back. They got to be the freshest thing in the world, but they aren't mid. If you know the definition of mid, they're not it. But no, nah, seriously, man, I, I like them. Um, I like the fact that they're different colors. They're unique. Um, they're more so lighter, which I think is like a dedication to his daughter, Kari. Uh, I think both of them are. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them had actually had her signature on it, which was like really cool. But overall, it was just a family thing. I think Ja went into, and for two, it's if you notice, a lot of the cooler basketball sneakers have like a light, a lighter color to it. Mm-hmm. So Nike knew what they were doing as far as like research purposes and you know seeing what players like on their feet. So I I, I like them. If I got to rate them from zero to ten, I give it a solid eight, eight and a half. And I, of course, they're going to be more colorways, of course, but right. these to be the first ones out and just Christmas time dedicated to the family. Not get a miss on this. Yeah. And I think in regards to the first colorway that's out there, right? Um, also, it can sell to women. You're thinking about how John mm-hmm. Morant also um, does celebrate the women in WNBA as well. So having some pink, so to speak, in there, not necessarily is all women based because men still will, you know strong in your in how you believe you can wear pink as well but um i like it i like the different colorways so far even he's got a little part on the inside i think of the right shoe that says we want to smoke i think somewhere is on there as well that's designed within the shoe itself Mm. um which i think also does elevate it past mid uh so to speak as well (laughs) for us and then the 12 on the back and then this different tongues right different colors as well there's a lot of things about the shoe um we're never going to get to where we're ellipsing Jordan, so to speak. No. Um, so we have to like kind of throw that aside. LeBron's had his time. Um, but the fact that we're talking about John Morant, the fact that we're talking about a Memphis Grizzlies player. Yes. That has his own signature shoe that's starting here in Memphis and it's going to continue being there is kudos enough right there. Um, I also am in love with the colorway. I, I, I don't know what to call this colorway right now. Yeah. Um, but more of a grape, so to speak, colorway. Um, I like this colorway over the original one that I've seen. But again, we all know that there will be more to come out, especially that it goes with their jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, those like darker jerseys. I would love to see that colorway as well, which I've seen out so far, but I'm not sure if it's real or not. Yeah, these, these shoes, I mean, to be honest, they look like Kyrie's, uh, which I mean, makes the most sense because Kyrie is no longer a Nike athlete. 
And Nike is like, oh, who's the next available point guard that a lot of people vibe with? I mean, it's John Morant. Uh, so obviously, I mean, it makes the most sense for them to be a sleek, uh, light shoe. Easy to probably run in, easy to probably walk in, definitely easy to hoop. My hope is that John Morant's ankles are okay <laughs> with, with them being below the ankle. But, I mean, these are some dope shoes, man. Like, I don't, I don't know how they can be mid. Uh, I, <laughs> I I don't get it. It's a basketball shoe. It looks nice. It got nice colors. Um, I haven't listened completely to see why that guy said it was mid, but I'm curious to know his opinion about it. But, I mean, to me, these are some solid shoes. Kiera said they were cute which could be good or bad, depending on who you ask. But, I mean, if the women well, – if I don't know nothing, women move the needle when it comes to things in terms of, like, purchasing stuff. And if women say they're good, they're going to be off the shelves immediately. As long <laughs> so, as you didn't say she ain't rock with them or they were ugly, we good. Ex exactly. We good. So, again, people in Memphis, uh, do not, please, do not jack the train. I'm going to say it again. Please do not jack the train because – I would like a pair, <laughs> at least one pair for my family. I'm gonna get one for me, one for my wife, one for my baby. Just, just, just one time, one time. Maybe for the jaw twos, I, I'll cut some slack. But the jaw ones, no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with them. I, I, I like them. April 2023 is when they said to hit the, the price right on the head, literally, for $110 to me. That's a good price for a sneaker. It ain't $200. I mean, John Morant just getting his feet wet in the shoe game, so I, I can appreciate that. No pun intended. <laughs> I can appreciate that. We're not going to get into I – mean, we might get into how they've been not so fine in the West right now. Um, but, let, but let's get into – speaking of All-Stars, we, we talked about John Morant and his shoes, obviously. Uh, predicting All-Star starters. Um, a couple of – I want to say a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a couple of days ago, they released the ballot for the All-Star starters – and there are some controversies because there are a lot, a lot of good players this year um, in the NBA. Even the MVP conversation is, is kind of all over the place. You got Tatum, you got Luka, who just put 60, 20, and 10 yesterday. Joker doing 45, 20, and 12. Tatum, like I said, uh, I don't know about Jai right now. Steph Curry could be MVP because his team, you know, obviously needs him. Uh, but all-star starters, who y'all who y'all got out in? Let's start with the East first. Who y'all got in the East? You got you. Got you. Um, out East, um, I think to until things change, right? Until they develop something else, I think the five that should be the starters um, should be Embiid should hold down the paint uh, as the center, whatever you want to call the anchor. That's Embiid's place um, on his wings. You got to have the most dominant player in the game, which is Giannis um, and his quote unquote running mate uh, for MVP uh, should it be Tatum as well. Um, and then if I'm looking at guards, um, I'm giving it to Spider um, coming from Cleveland. And and I think the Celtics can get in two starters um, with Brown as well. Um, because I think Brown has been playing that sensational. If you've been watching any type of basketball, when Tatum is not there, Brown is there. T Brown had like a, a 20 point quarter or something like that recently, where without Brown, this is not the number one team in the East. Um, and so again, I just to make sure we got it, I got Embiid in the paint, holding it down. Tatum and Giannis on opposite sides. Give me Spider and Jalen Brown um to round out the starting five for the East. No Kevin Durant. Yeah, see, this this, this, <laughs> this is one of the five guys don't hate me. I definitely got Kevin Durant at mine. I ain't, ain't got to go into net spill or nothing, but she, I think all of mine except Joel Embiid. 
I literally mm. had to choose between Giannis and Embiid. I had to go with Giannis, but ain't no way in hell Kevin Durant, who got the Nets. Hey, are we, are we gonna have a Nets conversation? <laughs> we Nets conversation. We, <laughs> we can have the Nets conversation. They here. I don't. Yeah. I ain't heard nobody say shit about them. I ain't Nine trying to game win streak. Supposed to be. They supposed to be. Now because y'all clowned them at the beginning of the season. And now they're a game and a half. What two games out the number one seed in the East? Two games, so two and a half, two and a half right now. But yeah, they, he's efficient. He putting up thirty and whatever else. But like I said, we it, I can be, he can come off the bench cool because like I said, Embiid is doing his thing. I, he missed too many games, so I I can get the case for Embiid. Of course, Giannis. Of course, Tatum. I'm not voting out Tatum. That's down to my MVP. And of course, I can't put a, pick him as a guard. But you know that that's mine. So. No, and in, in your argument, I don't mean to cut you off too. No, and, that, and that's what I think that's the problem with where we're at right now in the NBA. Like they have to put to a center and two forwards and two guards. And to me, yes, I believe Kevin Durant should be an all-star starter. But the way it's kind of scripted, you need a center. You need two forwards. You need two guards. Right. And unfortunately, is Kevin Durant not leading the Nets? I'd be I'd be a dumbass to say that, he, that they ain't playing their asses off right now. And you'd be stupid, anyone else that says that. And does he deserve to be as an all-star? Yes. I just believe Tatum has been doing it for longer, along with Giannis, within this season. Um, but that does not disqualify what Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have been doing for them since Jock Vaughn has took over and they bought into what Jock Vaughn has been doing. Yes. So I want to make sure that you hear me. I believe so. And I also believe we have a problem in the NBA in regards to positionless basketball. Can we just get the top five players to play? Because at the end of the day, yeah. that's what's going to happen in the All-Star game anyway. Just give me five out there. Let's go ahead and play. That's how I feel. Because I feel like the, the best point guard is going to get on the court. Like, he ha- he has to. And, I mean, right now, I mean, Spider would technically be the point guard or however you want to do it. But I, I feel like – the best five is probably the best case scenario for the all-star because they do somewhat the same thing for the all NBA teams anyway. And Kevin Durant can play shooting guard in place of Jalen Brown. I love Jalen Brown. I- I'll get into mine. I actually had the same exact one. I think as Sheedy had. Yeah. I had Spider, JB, Tatum, uh, Giannis and Joel Embiid, but I'd be damned if I didn't acknowledge Kevin Durant is, is carrying that team and nobody talking about it aside from me and, and two, <laughs> but I, I would, if the rules would allow it replace uh, Jalen Brown with Kevin Durant, because they had Jalen Brown as a, uh, a backcourt player along with spider. So the rules wouldn't typically allow it where Jalen Brown typically is a small forward slash power forward in some lineups. But yeah, I had spider uh, Brown, Tatum, Giannis and Joel Embiid. All these players are – I mean, you could argue Spider's an MVP candidate under the because, like, Cleveland has turned it around. They're fourth place right now, but they're, like, three games out of first place. And Cleveland has taken that next step with Spider. And, again, when you're a valuable piece, that's what you do when you come over to um, a new team. But, I mean, Tatum, MVP candidate. Giannis, MVP candidate. Joel, MVP candidate. That's the theme, <laughs> to be honest. Is that if you are an all-star starter, you probably are an MVP candidate one way or another. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm fine if Kevin Durant is in place of uh Giannis because again, nobody everybody was slandering the Nets, man. It was so much slander for the Nets. We ain't even gotten to Ben Simmons yet because like I said, Ben Simmons, just be just be you rebound, score eight, ten points, give me three three steals, give me eight assists, give me eight, nine rebounds, and we good. Kyrie and KD can handle everything else that you need to do. Just do you. Uh, so yeah, I, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, out can, west, can I, mean, I acknowledge one thing? So we're gonna talk ahead. nets. Let's talk nets. Wait, okay? let's, do it. let's do it. 
let's acknowledge Jock Vaughn making them understand their roles and positions to your point about Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, we don't need you as Philadelphia may need you to run point to mm-hmm. get this ball here, here, there. We need you to defend and we need you to, if you see an open pass, make that open pass or cut to lane. Understand your role. And then TJ Warren come off the bench and give y'all mm. 20-something the other day. Mm. Looking like he was back in the bubble. My God. Hey, he was washed. <laughs> they must have washed him in the blood of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> it was his birthday the other day. So hey. Wasn't it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Out west. I'm going to start us off, man. Um, My front court is – I got <laughs> – I gotta put uh, LeBron because LeBron is is still doing it at age thirty seven. How old is he? Near forty. I know that much. Uh, LeBron and LeBron's gonna be the top vote getter because he always is. He's he's never not been the captain of an All Star team uh, since they've implemented the the two captains picking the team. So I got LeBron. Obviously, uh, Nikola Jokic don't have to explain too much about that because he literally is the best center out West. I mean, we can, we can debate him and Joel and B, you know, as far as the entire NBA, but out West, nobody playing better than Nikola Jokic. Um, from my other player, I guess Zion, I know he kind of like up and down with his, uh, he's not injured, but he's not playing, you know, all the games, but I feel like when he does play, you can tell that he is an all-star caliber player. So, uh, that's my, my front court, my back court, <laughs> Luka Doncic, Let's be real. <laughs> 60, 20, and uh, what, 10 on 67% shooting, ladies and gentlemen. 21 of 31. 21 of 30. He took 31 shots and made 21. I don't know how many people can do that. I've seen several players with stats that, that, that shoot 30 shots and they'll go 13 for 31 for like 40 points or, you know, whatever. This man made. 20 uh, 21 of things out of 31. Uh he has to be in the the the, the starting backcourt. Uh and then also I got John Morant because Steph Curry is going to be hurt uh, around that time period. So it's gonna be a recovery period. Uh John Morant is is probably the best option. I'm open to debate other things now because it's been kind of iffy right now for the Grizzlies, but John Morant is doing his thing. He just has no help right now uh with Bane getting back from injury and um questionable lineup decisions from the Grizzlies. But, yeah, John Morant, Luka, uh, LeBron, Zion, and Joker. That's exactly mine, Savage, but let me ask you this mm-hmm. um, because I actually didn't know which one I'd choose. If Steph Curry was hurt, I mean, was healthy, who would you choose between him and Ja? Uh, I actually would have chose Steph. Uh, so, so that's tough because we can't predict how the Warriors would look right now in terms of, like, their record. Right now they're 10th in the West. Um, and I'm going based on the record, like John Morant has impacted winning more. I mean, the stats might not show it as far as like the analytics, but his team has a better record. So I have to give it to John Morant. Now, as far as like what could actually happen as far as popularity, Steph Curry is a way more popular p- player than John Morant. And John Morant got way more haters right now. <laughs> so uh, well, what would probably happen is Steph Curry would probably win, you know, that starting position. But I think John Morant, and right now I will vote John Morant. E- either way, I'll vote him. That's what I just wanted to accept. But no, nah, mine's exactly the same thing, uh, especially with the job. But like I said, if Steph was hurt, was healthy, why well, can't I say hurt when he gets hurt? If Steph was healthy, mm-hmm. I think he still would have had a better case for just for everything you just said, and the fact that he's still putting up thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he's is he still having an amazing season? Some would say he could be in the MVP title if they weren't one of the you know worst teams in the league. But and I think they'll actually pick it up probably around this time. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, we'll see. But my step, my vote still would have been Steph, but of course John Morant's right there. Like he would have been six man 
fifth, fifth and a half man type ish. What's crazy is that they're not even that far back from first place. They're like exactly. six games out of first place. Wow, wow, this is six games out of first place. Um, so pretty much similar lineups um that I have as well. I think when you talk about the front court, Zion, yes. Um, I I think you know again it's a popularity contest too. Um, I think there are two players that could also vouch in regards to not taking LeBron out, but maybe Zion, uh, which would be my guy, Lori for marketing. You're right. Start. Um, yeah, I'm calling it. If Andrew Wiggins can start. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. If Andrew Wiggins can start and Davina and Mr. Sabonis is out there giving me double doubles. <sighs> and Sabonis out, so you may have a stronger case for, for, for marketing now. Yeah. So <sighs> I, I just said that that's not my starting five. Okay. I'm just, okay. I'm just. I'm just putting some bugs out there. <laughs> now, guard-wise, um, backcourt, I mean, Luca is – that. I mean, that bar is up here. So yeah. there's no one that's taking his spot. And I think our, our option is who is that other player. And we've heard from Steph. We heard about Steph. We heard about Ja. I think there are two other players that we can also consider for this spot. I think one would be Damian Lillard um, at this mm. position. And my actual pick here – is actually going to be Devin Booker um, at this position. Um, the the Suns look yay or nay without Devin Booker, to be honest. Um, and he provides a lot of offense. And again, it's more of a popularity contest than what it should be. Um, and I think Devin Booker has a lot of followers, not even just with Phoenix, but him being a Kentucky Wildcat as well. That's a lot of people that will vote for him. Um, and so I agree with the five. Again, I would just I would take out whoever you have with Luca and put Devin Booker there. Um, in place of job, unfortunately, job nothing against you unless you go off over this next, I don't know, month. Um, and to change some people's minds, but again, also, like we've already mentioned, the voting also comes based upon how your team success is mm-hmm. as well. Um, and so we had to see some positive votes, uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies as a whole. Let me okay, let me let me, let me do this then. Let me go down the list of teams. And you let me know who's an all-star on their team. I'm gonna do both conferences. So Denver, who's the all-star from Denver? Joker. Oh, only got one. That's only got one Joker. All right, mm-hmm. Pelicans. Zion. Just just Zion. Yes, I don't believe there's enough of a case for Brandon Ingram or CJ McCollum at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. The CJ numbers are down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gri- Grizzlies. Ja and possibly Bane. Will be Bane John Morant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy on Bane right now. Not because he wouldn't be doing it, but just the start that he's had since he came back. But Ja, I think that's, and that's the sure. problem. Yeah. If if you were to reverse, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sam. But if you oh, were to reverse how his season started to like how his season has restarted mm-hmm. now, right? Because mm-hmm. um, he's yep. been low with his numbers, then you would possibly put Bane in that category. It's all about timing, right? Yeah. Um, and yep. so right now, I would say it's just Ja. All right, Clippers. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, one can say Paul George. So one. I feel like I, I, have, I haven't watched yeah. enough Clippers games to to know, but I feel like they're like they're fourth place mm-hmm. in the West right now, and they it's just kind of quiet. I, I don't know. Kawhi did have that one good game that I remember, but I really haven't heard much buzz from them. Maybe maybe he wants it that way. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I think I think if we had to vote. Maybe Paul George right PG. now. It would, it would have, it would have to be, but I don't. I don't think he's played enough games to be honest. He's yeah. as he's, he's played twenty six. 
Out of the 30, okay. 132 they played. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're not impactful uh, games. Man. Right. <laughs> uh, Phoenix, Booker. I don't know That's about it. Aiden. That's it. I, I That's can't really speak for Aiden. That's, for the That's it. I, you never Dallas, speak for Aiden. <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> never. Uh, Dallas got Luca. I don't think nobody else, unless they want to play oh. Christian Wood. <laughs> more at six man they started him y'all they started what him. happened <laughs> he went oh what up trevor what up trevor <laughs> but they 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 started they started christian wood he he scored like what 30 points I'm like do it please <laughs> do it all right uh sacramento is interesting because i guess a bonus for sure it's a bonus for sure <laughs> uh fox I, I don't know about fox he kind of he fringe but Sabonis gotta be he he, he had to be all-star I think there's so many guards backcourt. And we, mm-hmm. we're only, you know, the backcourt only has two positions, quote unquote. I think there's too many in the backcourt to say yes for him. But there's not enough in the front court to for exactly. us to ignore Sabonis. No. Exactly. Uh Trailblazers just Dame. Mm-hmm. Uh Jazz, Lloyd from Marketing. Warriors, just Steph right now. Timberwolves. I'm, I'm kind of eh. I don't know. Ant Man. I was like, I don't know about Ant Man too. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. down, I don't know what it is. I, I, I can't disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City, Shay, Shay got to get there. Oh yeah. Shay got to get there. Lakers, just LeBron could have been AD, given the trajectory that he had before he got injured. Uh, Spurs. Hey, he might have no- been, and he would have been starting. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he been starting. Uh, Spurs, nobody. Rockets, nobody. So you literally just really have one player. Per one through probably thirteen, literally, you might have a the entire Western Conference with mm-hmm. at least one All Star, at least for, for the most part. Anyway, that's crazy. I, for like me. That. I uh, would love to see that. Like, I would love to see SGA get his chance. Right, I get, he, get, he got it. He should points per game. Got to put him there. Yeah. All right, in the East, Boston, JB and Tatum for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee just Giannis, I think. That's it. Brooklyn can get Kyrie and KD. Mm-hmm. I think that's two. Uh, Cleveland, God. I, okay, so we already at Cleveland, and we got seven All Stars. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a possible with eight with Marcus Smart too. Uh, uh, watch out for Marcus mm, Smart. Okay. I think he, I could get, yeah. it would be a coach's decision right. to put him in there. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Here go Trevor. He's still on some good numbers. Fun fact: Shea has as many blocks as Rudy Gobert. Oh hell! Oh, that's embarrassing. So that so that means he for sure get more blocks than DeAndre Ayton in because that dude never get blocks. <laughs> But we're gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> so so Cleveland, Cleveland got uh Spider and I think Garland because they both I, I think they both gotta get there. Jared so Allen questionable. That's seven already for sure. I know. For sure. Mm-hmm. We ain't get to five yet. Five mm-hmm. is MB by himself. It could have oh. been Maxi. Yes. It could have been Maxi. Uh that's sixes. Harden, depending on if it, when he would have came back, but him MB. Uh Knicks, uh, can Brunson get in? He's got 20 and six. And like, I've heard a lot of chatter about him being an all star. I just don't know. Again, backcourt wise, is he a top 10 in, in the East? That is going to be the question. Um, I, I think know. I don't know, man. He got New York with him. Hey, that's, he that's does. That's, that's a lot of fan base to vote. Um, if they I see that in the playoff hunt, I, I think I think he get in. They yeah, six right so. now. They, yeah. they, in. they in there. Yeah. All right. Again, we we still we at we at six now. We at the number six. So number seven is the Pacers. Halliburton got to get in. Oh, yeah. For me, for right. me, he got to oh, yeah. get in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you, he has to get in because of Wally Zerbiak. That's why he needs to get in. 
because Wally was sipping on that scissor. That's why. <laughs> nah, that's haterade. You went on the scissor. That's haterade straight up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Miami. Uh, Bam. I don't know about else. Uh, no, nah, I don't think anyone from Miami deserves it. No one from Miami? No, nah, I don't. I, wow. Bam has been too inconsistent. Jimmy okay. Butler's been hurt. Yeah, Tyler been Hero hurt. again, up and down. I just don't think this team is not boasting a all-star right now. Okay. Okay. And this so comes no, from me. It's coming from Miami fan, y'all. Oh, yeah. So, hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hawks. I'm kind of iffy about any, it, Trey or DeJounte because DeJounte's been hurt. And Trey – I mean, Trey has the numbers, but Trey – has no efficiency. It's like it's like Steph Curry with with no jumper and a green light. Like he <laughs> <laughs> literally like he Steph Curry with no jump and a green light. That's, <laughs> that's wild. I, I I think because because it uh, because of his points per game, man, they may sway him in there. I, man, enough black people in Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna vote though. Man, you know, they, hold on, hold on, they pull a, they pull a train I mean, it, it's still a month away, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, only got a month to prove us he, he can be all star. I get, think he is one. We got, man, we got time. Let me pull this main stats for this year. All right, so this year, Steph Curry, in 36 minutes per game, he's shooting 41%. That's a career low from the field goal. Uh, field goal. Uh, career low three point percent is 31%. He shoots seven per game, making two. Uh, was turnovers four turnovers a game? I, I'm sorry, man. Anybody... Is he this Trey Young? Huh? You said this is Trey Young. This is Trey Young. Yes. Oh hell no. Uh, but he averages, no. but he averages 27 points a game, 10 assists, and three rebounds. To me, that's like James Harden without the ability to to shoot efficiently, like old James Harden. The I'm problem, sorry, man. The I problem is that. people are going to listen to that second part you said, not the first part. Man. They're going to listen to the 27 points a game and whatever else was the other number, and that's why. He coaches may vote him in. Well, actually, no, coaches they may can't. not vote him in. They can't. No, they're not. Because, like, because here's the thing: if you go to the West, I mean, the West, the East, is Trey Young better than Kyrie right now? No. Oh, heaven no. Is he better than Darius Garland right now? No. Is he better than Jalen Brunson right now? No. Is he better than Tyus Halliburton right now? No. That's I think, I think, I think, with his numbers and because we got a month away, he can beat out all those except Kyrie. Mm. He could definitely beat out Brunson, I think. <laughs> I think he can. I think he can do. I think with with Mitchell being on the same team, I think uh, Mitchell and Garland vote to kind of cancel out too, because I don't think both people. I don't think people will vote for both of them. We just saw Garland Garland go ham the other day. He man. went crazy. I'm but, like, but, eh. but Mitchell been going crazy all season too. Trevor says, "Nah, he like nah." <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't know, man. Trey, Trey's on the fence, to be honest, because you're still not even done with the East yet. I'm not. I'm not even done with the easy. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. Raptors, nobody. Uh, I mean, OG, OG could get in. I don't, he no, Pascal oh, can get Pascal, in. Pascal, right? Oh my bad, Pascal. But OG playing good too, though. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pascal for sure. So that's nobody else. Bulls, mm. nobody. Oh, the uh, Bulls are tremendously terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Bulls, on. nobody. Wizards, nobody. No. Um, Bill doesn't deserve. And we'll get into the Wizards a little bit later. Um, Magic. No, nobody right now. Not not yet. They ain't ready yet. Hornets mm-hmm. and Pistons. Yeah, ooh, you ooh. Can face for Paolo. He yeah, is still averaging twenty-one a game. I yeah. would love Paolo. I would I love you would. <laughs> I know. That's why you had to skip button real quick on them. I was like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> You've Paolo. been talking about Paolo all season. Yeah, he has a legitimate chance. I believe to be in not like he's not gonna be like your first set of picks or whatever. Yeah. But when it comes down to those last picks of the All Star, I. So front court, front court, we looking at Tatum, Giannis, KD, Embiid, 
Low key. <laughs> that's yeah. four. That's four right there. He's not. He's not a guard, even though he he does a lot of playmaking. So I mean, because you can say Spicy P or uh, Apollo. Oh, Spicy P. Oh, we're taking Spicy P. Yeah, Spicy P. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. But I mean, but yeah, Apollo's right there. Apollo should be based on his mm-hmm. numbers alone. Yes. I, I think he should be, but mm-hmm. but not. I, I think this rookie. He's gonna be in the rookie sophomore game or whatever it is now. The right. uh, rising, rising stars challenge. Whatever this shit called. I don't know. <laughs> and then yeah. Hornets and then Pistons. Nobody from that. Oh no. So, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So in the in the West, you literally can have one per team, and then the East. It's it's seven already in the top four. <laughs> it's a twelve man team, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. So we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on it. We'll do our our full All Star rosters sometime in January, right before the All Star game, to see who we all think uh, should make it. So things could change. Trey Young might surprise me. I doubt it, but we'll we'll see. We will see. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's get into trade season, gentlemen. <laughs> um. I told the guys prior to the show that I wanted us to discuss maybe some teams that are buyers or sellers, maybe some players that can be bought or sold based on the team records. Who needs that one piece uh, to get a little bit close to the championship contention or who need to blow it up and just cut their losses in an effort to get towards Victor Wimbamyana or uh, Scoot Henderson or whoever it is uh, that they want to draft. So, uh, gentlemen, who y'all think is on the trade block or who, where should they go or, you know, whatever. Did you want to start in a certain region? You want to go west to east? I, west to west? So I, I start us off actually. Um, <laughs> Shitty, you, you mentioned it. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizards in general, like we we thought we thought that the Wizards were gonna be good. I guess finally because everybody was healthy mm-hmm. with KP coming back, with Bill got his money, Kuzma who plays better, who you know scores a lot of points, gets rebounds, whatever. But it's not working out. And I said in the last mm-hmm. episode or. Before this is the most mid franchise in in the NBA, maybe all mm-hmm. the sports is mm-hmm. they just they never are too good, they never are just outright terrible, they just stuck in the middle. So I, I put Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Bill in my notes as trade candidates. I think mm-hmm. that they're gonna keep Porzingis because Porzingis he's okay just getting buckets and just chilling in Washington. He said it before, uh, but I think that Kyle Kuzma he's been hinting at like oh, the weather in California is always amazing, you know, whatever. And then Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill is now number one. So uh, if y'all had a trade destination for Kuzma and Bill, where would y'all send them? Um, Start with Bill. If you send Bill somewhere, somebody's got to be able to pick up that contract Um, because that's a lot of money, I think, after this year that he's Mm -hmm. owed. Um, And right now I don't know a team that could take on that amount that's contending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think Kuzma, for him, I think it, somehow or another, it, it is a return to L.A. Um, the question is, what do you trade for him? Listen, let, 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 real quick, Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Darvin Ham, let me talk to you real quick, and then y'all can be done. <laughs> I am so sick and fucking tired oh. of turning on a Lakers game and seeing three point guards out there at the same time. Lonnie Walker the fourth. Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook, and sometimes you throw in Kendrick Nunn. I mean, what are y'all doing with that lineup? Get rid of some of those guards. Yeah, they don't have too many bigs either. That's a thing. And whose fault is that? Good point. 
So, LeBron. Yes, it is. I, I <laughs> Don't get me started with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I would love to, like, you had to trade some guards away for LA, uh, but they're not really contenders. They would just be contending to be in the playoffs mm-hmm. right now. Um, and so, if I'm looking at my contenders and seeing who could have him, I, this is weird to say, but what if Kyle Kuzma is still in the West, but goes to like a Phoenix Suns? Um, and then there's some trade pieces there. And I think Kuzma can work out pretty well with Phoenix, um, right now. And there, and Phoenix won't be giving up too much. Cause I mean, hell right now there's, it's, it's Chris Paul and Devin Booker's show. Mm -hmm. So they can trade off a lot of other pieces and Aiden, get rid of Aiden. Hell. Um, (laughs) but I would say Phoenix at this point. And again, with Beal, I think there's too much money on the back end of his contract or the next part of his contract Mm -hmm. to move 50 million a season. And I think like it, it's that, but for whatever reason, players love being in Washington. They get paid, and what I mean by that is that we even lo- saw Gilbert Arenas. He didn't want to go anywhere after he got paid. I think they got a good ownership. Trevor, I'm on that, but at the same time, the Wizards love oh they they love making sure that their players are taken care of in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I can't see Bill going somewhere, but if I could see Bill going somewhere anywhere. It'll have to be for somebody that you can get some a contract worth to. Can can I get y'all Bill's contract per year? <laughs> this year 43, next year 46, 50, 53, 57. <laughs> to, to not be in the Eastern or Western Conference Finals? <laughs> 40 plus million. That's why he ain't going nowhere. That's why he's not going anywhere. But if it is a team, the only team I can think of will be Cat with with the Timberwolves. That's the mm. only team. You know, but they got so trade trade cat for Bill. That's the only like that's one of the only team it, like player wise and contract wise because yeah, you got to make the contract work out. If you think of everybody that's on big contracts, there aren't too many tradable players on that contract outside of cat because yeah. I think cat need to be selling him. You yeah. know, not to say like mass or nothing like that, but yeah, yeah, cat and we can. I got a, a team for cat, but as far as Bill go, mm-hmm. I think he stay. I think Kuzma should he hit it right on the head with the Suns, but I think the Hawks. They need to be buyers of Kuzma too because he's still consistency, and that's what you don't have with everybody on your team outside of Jonte Murray's consistency. Mm-hmm. I like how, how y'all feel about Kuzma in Denver. I love it. M- MPJ. Damn, has, I love it. Go MP, he basically MPJ. <laughs> Literally, he's MPJ, but MPJ, he's still, I think it's, it's injury with him, man. I want yeah, to see him. I, I, would you well. trade him? Would you trade him for both? I would. I would. I would trade MPJ for for Kuzma. I make yeah, the contracts work. I mean, because he got he got paid, right? MPJ. Yeah, I look at MPJ got quick. paid. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I I would do it just because I mean, you know, Kuzma's going to play, and him paired with Joker is actually a pretty good matchup. Now, defensively, they could be in trouble, <laughs> but I think they're they going to be in trouble up. regardless. Right, right, right. Because MPJ ain't playing, so it don't matter. Exactly. Because <laughs> MPJ don't play defense at all. He don't play defense. No. You know, at but 6-10. I think they're, they're, they're coached enough to, to mm-hmm. at least be. I mean, they're first place in the West right now. You know, I'm like, they, I mean, you can only get better with it, honestly. So that was uh, that was my option for Kuzma. Uh, for Bill, I'm fascinated about Timberwolves because I think that's a train wreck waiting to happen. I think they can't do right until the coach is gone. So I won't even get into that. We talked about that several times on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, what's up with Kent though, too? You said you, 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 you want to, oh, wait, wait, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You are now on the cat trading board now? I might as well because with, with <laughs> they, the way that they looking, I mean, even with cat out, it's like, what are we doing? And when cat come back in, it's, it's still disoriented. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And until they make a coaching change, which I can't see happening, you might as well, like y'all said at the beginning of the season, like trading Wiley out, but it's just a matter of him coming back from injury. So he'll play probably like 10 games. But trade deadline, as long as he's there before trade deadline, I can see him being moved. I, what's, I your, what's, your, what's your option? Joe Lakeham need to be like this ASAP. ASAP. Y'all want Jordan Poole? Okay, cool. Y'all want Kaminga? Okay, cool. Y'all can ship y'all can ship Wiseman out. Okay, cool. Do whatever y'all want. Man. Do whatever y'all want. But I, I ain't ready for that. Consistent right? <laughs> because what the Warriors is still is yet to have is still a consistent player they can throw in the post. Even though that's not their game, that's something Cat can do. And he's still the best shooting big in the NBA. You're killing two birds with one song with Cat, honestly. You okay, so you so you said you said pool. So you keeping Draymond, correct? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, okay so so you pool, Kaminga, Wiseman. And you can probably manage to keep Wiseman too, but still other players picks. I would, I, but you got Looney though in case Cat get hurt. So I, I would, uh, you got you got picks, which is what Minnesota gonna need. <laughs> I give him a first pick two years from now. But this is a move if the Warriors gonna have to win now because. When Steph come back, there's still inconsistency Ooh. in them not being the championship team Hold that on. they look like. Yeah, I got I got to see the Warriors draft picks. Like the Warriors. Hold on, I got I got to see the Warriors draft picks because yeah. like if if I'm them, I I, I got to get like five draft picks for Cat just because Cat is he could take them to another level. Because not, has- not not if Jordan Poole is a player everybody think he can be. Mm-hmm. You put Jordan Poole next to Anthony Edwards and you still got um, uh, Gobert in the middle. That's not uh-huh. bad. And you still getting some kind of picks back. So I do pool. I do Kaminga. You know what I'm saying? Would you send Wiggins back? They ain't getting Wiggins. Wiggins. No, no. They, <laughs> they, they, they ain't getting Wiggins. This, this only works with Cap. Okay, I mean, so their future draft picks, they have in 20 – they have their own 2023 as far as first-round picks. Uh, they have – the Grizzlies have their 2024 pick, but it's top four protected. Um, so they it'll be the Grizzlies pick. They got 2025 and they got 26. Okay. So I mean if how much how many first round picks is Cat worth since Rudy Gobert is worth Lord knows how much? And he's I think he's better than Rudy Gobert. You gotta you gotta you gotta understand something, Savage. So the Timberwolves wasn't the one doing the, the, the fleecing, they the ones that got fleece. So at this point, anything that I can get back, the best deal I can get back for Cat is the position they need to put themselves in. And I'm not too sure of how many deals. If, like I said, the potential of pool, everybody like. I still don't like it, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. You still get picks back. You get Kaminga, who you can still build around, who still got potential. You can get other players who else you want. You know what I'm saying? But that core of Steph, Draymond, and and Steph and, and, and Clay, Clay, you keeping that whatever. That's how I feel. If if you can keep Steph, if you keep the, the big three, and you add Cat to that, I'm I'm just and going on. Next I'm I'm going to next season <laughs> as an NBA fan. <laughs> And that's the I, that's the type of move the Warriors can make. That's one they should make. I, I feel like this trade is gonna be very, very interesting because everybody has a chance. Literally, like from we just looked at the at the NBA standards, the Nuggets are number one, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Clippers, Suns, um uh, Mavericks. I feel like any of those teams should be like, we should be able to compete for a championship this year, and that's in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh the East, same thing. So it's like moves Somebody have to be made. Somebody's gonna have to do something. Somebody's Somebody's have to do something. <laughs> I think what's holding us off, not us, but the execs is like what happened during this offseason with this so-called trade five picks for 
Rudy right. Gobert. And I think that is like we've seen people talking about trades, but we haven't really seen a trade because I feel like they're still living in the summer with what is, to your point, Savage, you asked earlier, like, what's the value? How many picks is this player worth? And let's be honest, the Utah Jazz have literally destroyed the trade market right now. Um, and until that first or second trade happens, where we can actually see true value of what players are worth, then I think we'll start seeing some more uh, traction with everything that's going on. I think it's that. And if you honestly look at all of the teams, like literally the teams that we think that they can t- could contend, all of them got a case of if we were healthy, we can win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Celtics, uh, Tatum's coming back with Avengers. Bucks, if we have Middleton, whatever, they can win, even with the Warriors but championship. You know here, what I'm saying? Here, here's, the, here's, here's the thing right here, though. We have those competing teams, right? We also got these tanking teams, too, that know they ain't good enough that want to off their off their players. Like, like here's my list of players I talked about. Uh, Zach Levine. Because the Bulls, I mean, they might say one thing about like, oh, Demar and Zach Levine, cool. No, they not. Because the Bulls suck. They not. They're not getting better. Busevich is not a good enough player for them to start at center. It's not happening. Demar Derozan is a great number two, number three. He's not your main guy. Yeah, for him. Who who you got for for Demar? Memphis. <laughs> Two, you would destroy the city of Memphis with that. Memphis. Not, 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 not for me, but from yeah. Grizz Twitter. <laughs> the reason why Rosen is because he literally gives us exactly what we need. So I'm Dylan gone in. So, so Dylan gone in. Yes. We can do without Dylan Brooks. And I've been saying that, but now it's evident because if you look at the Warriors game against the, the Grizzlies, I mean, against the Warriors, John Moran showed up offensively. Who else? Ooh. And I'm getting tired of asking Ooh. that question, even though Bane's not here. Cool. Even I like this. Bain, we need I like a this. consistent score. I like we need this. a closer. If you look at the numbers, John Morant numbers are the worst Ooh, in the I league like as far as closing the game. DeMar Rosen has been there. He's a veteran. He know, He's a Popovich son. I'm, no. No. <laughs> no. And I'm kind of pissed because if Dylan want to call himself a playmaker, he can't even give me three assists for me to win a parlay last night. No. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. No, I'm done. I'm done. Offensively, I can do it. Now. I would rather have DeMar Rosen's offensive capabilities to close out a game, which is hey. what the Grizzlies need, hey. rather than Dylan Brooks' defense in which the Grizzlies are still going to be a better team, or not a better team defensively, but they mm. can still do their thing defensively as a team. Yep. No, get this dude off my team. I, I ain't going to lie. I would love to see an additional – like shot creator with John Morant. I would love to see that. Cause I mean, Jaron can do it. He's not there as far as like his maturity level in terms of like the basketball maturity. Uh, I will be intrigued by DeMar DeRozan. I'm not going to lie. A- a- at least if the Grizz are trying to compete, because we know that DeMar can go get a bucket. I'm not saying trade for DeMar DeRozan, Grizz Twitter, but, but just the idea of like a player. So like, if I could like get DeMar DeRozan's skill set and put it into Zaire Williams, that's what I would do. That, that's exactly you what I would do. <laughs> but she go ahead. Yeah, 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 uh, your hand up. So, Tug, I like <laughs> where your head is at. What's up, bro? Right? Now, I said this on, on starting five, and I said <laughs> that there's not going to be a value that we can trade a player for Dylan Brooks. Because Dylan Brooks is only making $11 million a season, right? And if I'm his stock good. is high, so to speak, and DeMar's well, I think around like 20, 22 million. So we have to trade a few more. But what I'm hearing as well, too, and what I've mm-hmm. noticed as well since we recorded starting five is, is Dylan Brooks 
holding back the development of Zaire Williams. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if that is such the case, then to your point, you trade him, you get DeMar, right? You get another shooter because the Grizzlies aren't losing these games because of John Morant. No. Let's go and put that out there, okay? John Morant needs help, whether that's from the mid, whatever, and you're getting the mid-range king himself, DeMar DeRozan. And I'm intrigued what, by this, too. I'm intrigued yeah. by this. <laughs> that that pick and roll that those two can have, you know, they won't really pick each other. And the market play defense. We know they play defense. <laughs> we don't need them to lock down nobody, right? Because we're not playing defense ourselves. Exactly. So, to me, I, I love the proposal. And I'm, I'm signing off with you on that one. I'm not acknowledging anyone as a grind son at this point. <laughs> but I will say that Dylan Brooks has had a great season thus far. But these last couple of games, to your point, too, he didn't give you three assists the other game, right? Mm-hmm. Where are we at with Dylan? And do we trade Dylan while he's hot to get something? Or do we wait to the offseason to happen and then we lose him for sure? Because we're not going to be able to afford him at $11 million again. No, absolutely not. DeMar's getting $27 million this year. He gets twenty eight next year, which compared to the market value of the new CBA, that's going to be low. Because we saw Bradley Beal making $47, 50000000 million. <laughs> and I think that if, if I'm Brooks, I'm going to be getting in that ballpark of DeMar DeRozan. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe like a little bit less than that or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's going to get 20Ms from – Oh, he's worth from, $20 million. He's, he's worth gonna $20 get million. He's going to get from somebody. The question yes. is, will it be the Grizzlies? Not from the Grizzlies? Exactly. So it's like, if I'm the Grizzlies, this is it for him. Like, you can't let him walk for free. Or trade him for something, knowing that he won't be back next year. And I think based on what happened at the trade deadline, we will know like what has already been talked about behind closed doors. Is it a contract already agreed upon or whatever? Because they cannot go through the trade deadline or through this season without A, trading Dylan Brooks, or B, signing Dylan Brooks and trading one of these young players. They got to they make it matter because Zaire got to play, Roddy got to play, uh, LaRavia got to play. Somebody got to play. It's a law jam at that that three spot. Somebody got to play. So and Savage, before before we move on, while 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 I got the, the grease out, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, with Cheney's <laughs> point, uh, was Zaire Williams. I think when the Grizzlies drafted him, he was a project player for sure. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected him to be seven feet. He is seven feet tall, y'all. And yeah. y'all, I don't know how y'all you know feel about growing basketball players, but two years from now, this project that's a seven foot four. He's gonna be nice. I want Zaire. I want him on my team. I want him. And he's like he's legit seven feet now. Like he was standing next to, to Jaron. I was like, oh shit. But for two, there's another player I would love to come to the Grizzlies. That I would love to acknowledge my grandson. He never <laughs> missed the playoffs, and damn it, he finna miss it if he's staying on the Lakers. Come on, Pat Bev. Come Tyus? on to the Grizzlies. Come on, for, Pat Bev. For Tyus? No, not for Tyus. They can play together. And you ought to come off something. Some, some. Okay, so what you yeah. talking about then? Yeah. You know, I, some, a shooter? <laughs> Who's shooting on the Grizz? Exactly. Who's that, anybody, on the Grizz? Look, anybody <laughs> shooting on the Grizzlies will be a better shooter on the Lakers. I'm saying for the Lakers. You said trade trade Pat Bell for the for a shooter? Or whatever we can – maybe a draft pick. I don't know. Oh, if, okay. if it's a way that we can get, you know, Pat Bell, not for nothing. I would love – I would love Pat Bell. Not for man. nothing too important. You know, we that's a contract I think we can suck up, you know, for a draft pick or two, maybe or something. But Pat Bell, because we still missing that dog coming off the bench. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, DeAnthony Melton is missed on the team, and he's having a great season with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. So I think having a – and I love Tyson. No, not, we're not training Tyson Jones, no, because he's a – the best backup point guard in the league. Okay. But 
if you can add still that dog coming off and into rotation, it's kind of what they trying to do with Kenny the channel. I like the dog in him, but Pat Bev, Pat Bev has yeah, been Chandler, there ain't ready yet, but he will be ready at some point. And he will be ready. But and, and then Pat Bev, he had like damn there two, three pointers like the other other day. Like he can still shoot a little bit, but still having that dog here that we're missing with quote unquote the grandson that people want to call him now. If you can add him and DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> peace out, Dylan. No, the, <laughs> that's, hey, that's the point I'm trying to make. The decision gonna have to be made, at least in my opinion. Like you, like this is an important deadline. Like for the Grizzlies, like this would let me know: Are y'all trying to compete, or y'all just like, eh, we gonna we gonna be good? You know, if you're trying to compete, you go get DeMar DeRozan. I think in terms of like having a veteran that can score when John Morant can't. Again, I said it, I said it maybe like a couple months ago. We can't live off John Morant scoring 40, 50 points. His body's gonna break down. It's, it's going to break down at some point. And then when you lose Ja, not the Grizzlies haven't done it before, but, I mean, we could say, all oh, the Grizzlies are great without Ja Morant. They ain't winning without Ja Morant. They don't win no rings without Ja Morant. They can win regular season games, but they can't win playoff games without Ja Morant. We saw it last year against the Warriors. So, see, did you have anybody that you wanted to uh, talk about trade-wise? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, we're out west. So let's stay out west. Um, I think – the point that you made earlier about like unloading for draft picks, Utah Jazz has mm. a tremendous amount of talent that they can trade for picks for contenders, right? You look at Lori from marketing who can come. He doesn't need to be one, two or third mm. option, but it could be your first or second option coming off the bench as an eight man rotation. Um, and so I think him, I think you put Mike Conley up um, because you talked about the best backup point guard in the league, which is Tyus Jones. I completely agree. But Mike Conley has a bit of a conversation if he can stay healthy and come off the bench somewhere. Um, and um, dang, now I forget his name with the uh, hair. Um, Clarkson. And Jordan Clarkson. So you have legitimately three players that can go somewhere to contenders. And you guys can name the teams if you would like to. But could use these players and Utah Jazz can tank after this um, and get their picks. Because if I'm a contender – and I have the possibility of getting a backup point guard because my point guard is not doing what I need him to do. Or I can get a forward that can shoot the ball and give you 30 plus because you're going to need it at some point in the playoffs. You're going to need a bench or rotation player that can carry a team for one game, not a whole series, but for one game. And Lori might be that spark. Jordan Carson. I got, I, got, I, got to, I got team for Lori. I got team. Go Atlanta, Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. John Just, Collins. John Collins, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I don't know, but yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they need more scoring, more shooting. Give me, give me the Atlanta Hawks all day long. For I like Lord, that. Lord That's Lord a pick and pop. Ooh. Yep, yep. Hey, Shitty. Mm-hmm. What the uh, what 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 kind of picks y'all working with down there in Miami? Not enough for who? I, I, <laughs> let me hey, see. I look it up because I like that, that. Like all three of those players, like you could really ship mm-hmm. to Miami. For I like Carson in Miami. I like you know Carson in Miami. Kyle Lowry and some picks. You know what I'm saying, Victor. Because I ain't heard too much about him. And some pitch, you know what I'm saying? As long as you keep Jimmy and Bam, you good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Miami, Miami guy, they don't have a first round pick in 2023, but they got one in 24, 25, 26. So we're trading them for D Wade on some bullshit. Back I mean, D-Wade. Duncan Robinson. Y'all can throw Duncan Robinson in that package. Duncan Robinson. Oh, my goodness. I but remember, you're trying to tank. Yeah. So I, I agree. I'm all for it. Healthy heat. Hey, healthy heat. Hashtag healthy heat. And I forgot about D Wade working with the Jazz. So damn. Yeah, <laughs> I like what you did there. My only, the only oh, concern God. I have is, uh, you saw about Lori, Mike Conley. Yeah, I, I would take him. 
Um, Sexton, so they ain't trading Sexton. They didn't want to keep him. Shit. Sexton <laughs> got a one. What is a one year deal? Shit, I eat that contract <laughs> right now. Boy. What about Pascal Siakam, y'all? Because I like I, I like what's what's coming out now is literally mm. what I predicted. I was like that the Raptors are okay, but there's just not Scotty Barnes. He's not regressing. I don't think it's regressing. I think it's a matter of Pascal is doing all the scoring. So Scotty Barnes literally cannot grow as a player. Um, and his potential, Scotty Barnes, he can defend one through five. He can score with the best of them. I want that on my team. The Raptors got to say, can we win a ring with, with Pascal Siakam? If not, what, where can we send him to where he we can get draft capital? And then also he can be on a contender. Now, I originally was saying the Thunder, but I think the Thunder will be remiss if they traded Shea right now because Shea is too good. And you got so many draft picks, you still can get Victor with Shea, with Chet. Uh, with Lou Dort, that I don't think that's a possibility right now. But Pascal Siakam, where where would he go for y'all? Oh, um, can I name another? Can I name another? I want to add another player as we're talking about the Raptors. The Raptors was my next team to talk about and discuss as well. Okay, Gary Trent Jr. Mm. needs to be somewhere too. Memphis. Hello, Memphis. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about scoring off the bench and somebody that got a little bit of a dog left of me, a little chihuahua yeah. on him, um, Gary Trent. But if you're talking about Pascal, um, potential players or where to go, I don't know what the trade package could be. But, man, again, you know me. I'm going to come all the way left field from it. Okay. What about the Pacers? Hmm. They would have to give up, you know, Miles Turner, Miles Turner, probably um, Buddy Hill, and Buddy Hill. But I mean, man, I like Halliburton and Matherin and, and Spicy Feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could then be. They, that. Then, then they get that backup center who I like, uh, so they can bring him into the lineup. I forgot his name, but um, I like that. Unnecessary, yeah. Whoever he is is unnecessary. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. What you got too? Uh, Spicy P is a good one. <laughs> I was trying to. I was. I was looking at. Because if I'm if I'm Toronto, he has to go. He he scored fifty points the other day. He has to go right now. The the value is hot. It's spicy right now. <laughs> so I was looking at one team, and I actually want to talk to y'all about the team later. Okay. Um, if it's two teams, it wanna be Dallas for spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's consistent scoring that you need outside of Luca. Okay. And Sacramento. Ooh, with with Sabonis, Sabonis and uh, Fox, man, that kind of that kind of packs the paint a little bit. Unless yeah, that, that would be my. Oh, can shoot a little bit. Yeah, but it's. I thought about the Kings, but that that was my point to what what Savage is saying. I think they're too convoluted in the paint with yeah. how Sabonis mm-hmm. plays. Sabonis playing at that high elbow high post, yeah, mm-hmm. right now, and then you know Darren Fox ain't no shooter. He want to he want to slash. Pascal's not really a shooter. He's going to be in the paint too. Um, and that's why I neglected to say the king. So I hear what you're saying. The thing about though is is Mike um Mike Brown, Mike Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. Uh, he runs Princeton, so it's a lot of handoffs, cuts. Uh so Spicy thrives in that. And that's why Sabones is thriving in that as far as him getting the, the assist. So it could work. I mean, I, 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 mean, I feel like I gotta think like Sacramento, regardless of who in the paint or who not, Sacramento number three in, in scoring in the NBA. Whew. Yeah. So I mean, but if, if and if I'm if I'm Toronto, I, if I'm Toronto, I need picks and Keegan Murray because they're gonna they're not gonna need Keegan Murray no more if, if they get Spicy Pete. Cool with me. So this is this is about making the playoffs. Yeah, facts. And well, Sabon, I think Sabonis like Sabonis out. I'm not sure for how long, but he just got hurt too. So 
If you're okay. trying to maintain that what seven seed, mm-hmm. hey, make the phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Oh, we got some love from Fat Boy Fadeaway. Sacramento, I think we'll have to give up Murray Barnes and Mitchell. Yeah, that's actually a pretty nice package for for Toronto to get some veterans around. Well, as far as like uh, uh, Harrison Barnes, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I like I like Keegan Murray's potential as another shooter to pair with Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is not a shooter, so you get Keegan Murray as a shooter to play with him. I like that. It's kind of like a a, a Matherin and Halliburton kind of mixture where you got one that can shoot and one that's a score. Uh, Davion Mitchell's a dog. I like Davion Mitchell uh, with them. So it's I don't think Barnes. I think Barnes is like the one of those leader veterans in the mm-hmm. locker room that I wouldn't be here without type dish. Mm-hmm. So I and I'll replace him with a draft pick. And I think even with like, if you do this trade, I don't see the Raptors still like falling off completely that they're not even still mm-hmm. contending for a playoff position. Yeah. But I think this one is going to be all about the draft capital that comes mm-hmm. with it in the right. future. Because you have to think, will Sacramento be good this long? Because this year, I find this year is a very weird year in terms of like, competing for everybody because everybody is competing right at least right now maybe we'll see it on the back end of the of the season but like right now it's like it could be different next year in 23 24 25 where it's, the kings are back to their old ways of being a top five pick every year you know so uh i had another player let me see uh, wiseman <laughs> so wiseman had that one game where he had 30 his plus minus was trash <laughs> but we saw like what he could do if he w- if he was a primary option. Um, two, what you think about Wiseman, man? Where, where, where you oh, going, man? I told y'all last. <laughs> I told y'all last podcast that Brooklyn would have been perfect, and it still would be perfect for uh, somebody like James Wiseman. Chip His value has to be terrible there. right now. He has to have ter- terrible value. So, He's be like okay. like like a maybe I say I don't know about a first round pick, maybe, but it has to be like a low first round pick. I think. Uh, that's what the Nets gonna have. <laughs> Damn, give him, give him two. Second round, that's all I care. But it's also um, like if I trade him that, like for that low first round pick, I still, at least me and you, I, I know his potential is so high. He's like twenty two years old. Like I don't. He, he's a net starting center for the rest of whatever they want to do. Mm. Like you won't need another center, in my because he can't be worse than Nick Claxton. I mean. Right. Right. <laughs> And if so, I'm the Warriors, I don't trade him to the Western Conference because still yep. his potential is really high. Mm, Toronto? I can think Toronto. <laughs> uh, hell, I can think Chicago. I thought about if Chicago. They to get, if, they, if they decide to get rid of Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the Hornets? Nah, they want Victor. I think they, then they all yeah, want Victor. They want Victor, yeah. So yeah, I mean the net the Nets gotta Nets gotta make that call, man. Just just for me. Just for me, man. <laughs> That's the ultimate Tevin yeah. team right there. Yeah. Well, look, they might I, not accept the call, but you just want him to take the call. Look, I, I manifested him being on the Warriors team yep. because I knew he was gonna be on the Warriors way before everybody else did. Mm-hmm. I can manifest him being on the Nets. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. So I think Trevor earlier said James Wiseman to the Spurs. Which means, who would the Spurs be giving up? For? And I say no because they're going to get Victor. They finna get Command Man. No, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. It would be a great development piece for James Wiseman, for sure. I believe. 
but it's like, who do you take from the Spurs there, or do you give up a draft pick? And I mean, Kelvin Johnson's the only player that I could think of. They ain't trading Kelvin Johnson. They, exactly. They, they like him. Exactly. That's the only player that that yeah. I would take. Maybe so hands okay, but yeah, Kelvin Johnson's a guy. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't think they'll take him um, unless there's some. Dra- I think to that point, it's draft capital because mm-hmm. there's no one else. On I mean, you got Jacob. Who's that? Poto. Jacob Pertle. Jacob Pertle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's enough. Wise, and I'm getting some kind of big back or something. Yeah. If I'm James Wise, I'm the agent. I'm like, hey man, look, <laughs> let's go. But if there's anybody I love to see Wise move that can help him reach his potential, it, why not the go coach? You know. Mm-hmm. So, I love right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the rest of my list, I had the Jay Crowder situation because uh, he still has not played a game, and I don't know if he's even on the team right now. Uh, oh, here's a uh, fat boy fadeaway. They said, Warriors can't trade wise when he is the one thing they don't have on their roster. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they the Warriors don't really like playing center for some reason. I mean, they like to play Looney who can get 20 rebounds, but I feel like the Warriors system is just the system. It's just like, hey, whoever we can throw in, they can er, everybody can rebound in terms of like getting the ball one way, like they shoot three, so they're getting them long rebounds from uh, pool from. Draymond from Clay from Steph or whoever, so it's kind of like it don't really matter who's playing playing big, just as long as everybody fights for the uh, the rebound. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I I had uh, Jay Crowder, so I don't I don't know. Grizzlies is the is like the the one that makes the most sense because they literally need a a dog in the locker room, a defensive player, and a shooter all in one. Now, granted, Jay Crowder wasn't shooting that well when he was here, but I felt like his Locker room presence was needed. And to some extent, that's what Danny Green provides now. But uh, like uh, Lito mentioned in the group chat, like he was like, I mean, right now he ain't really just playing on the court. So it doesn't really have much weight to it if you're not playing and providing that veteran leadership. But if I'm Jay Crowder, I'm like, look, trade me to, to, to the Nets, man. Or trade me to a contender. Well, to, like the to Milwaukee, yeah, Milwaukee. Like, yeah. hey. That's my team. I got Miami. Oh, Miami. Back on to Miami? <laughs> yes. Because the Caleb Martin experiment is not working. At power forward, it's not working for Miami at all. So they need someone, or they can sign someone. Hint, hint, to come down there and play some basketball. But that Caleb Martin at, at power forward ain't working. So Drake Crowder, let's go. Go ahead. If I'm Milwaukee, I know that. That's why I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I think Chris Middleton, he's not looking the same as well. Mm-hmm. So for everybody that keeps saying if if the Bucks have mid 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 ain't looking mid right now, yeah, he looking mid. Right yeah, so why not? Mm, okay, that's my list, gentlemen. I have back to my list to trade. Um, I want to mention a few players real quick, okay, uh, before you go to or whatever you're about mm-hmm. to do. This, this isn't so much a trade as so much it is a sign. So. Dallas, mm-hmm. you should be on the phone with DeMarcus Cousins, getting him back and acclimated to NBA basketball. That's not a trade. That is signing him back from wherever he's at, China, Russia, Europe, don't even fucking matter to me. But <laughs> you don't have a big. You have people that are scared offensively, and you yep. need something. Um, and then also, I mean, this guy just put up like 58. I'm not looking for him to put up 58 points. But Eric Bledsoe could come and help mm. out someone, um, along with Carmel Anthony. Someone is not a trade. It's just a sign at this point 
yeah. um, to get them acclimated and back. And I think those players, again, these are not like, I need you to come and start. This is, I need you coming off the bench. The Marcus Cousins will probably be more or less a starter. 12, 12, 15 minutes. Exactly. Doing. Yeah. And be on a contending team. The Dallas Mavericks, to me, to be honest, I mean, we haven't talked enough about them or we have not on this actual show. Mm-hmm. But Luca put up sick. He, he's Santa Claus. He put them on his back. <laughs> okay. And carried them through Christmas with 60 plus. This cannot continue to happen. Even if Christian would have started, this cannot continue to happen. They need something else right now. Mm-hmm. And they need to trade soon, uh, yeah. to be honest. Because I'm, I'm tired I'm tired of seeing Reggie Bullock breaking threes, man. I'm so tired of seeing that, man. <laughs> hey, we need to call him Bricklock. Bricklock, man. Because yeah, I'm just, right. I'd be like, bro, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> With that leg last hair, stop it, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing he needs to go is this hair. And then maybe that jump <laughs> Let me see. So I actually got a player who will be perfect for that. And it's like kind of like a segue to my like I, I got a couple players who should be in trade talks. Um one of them would be Bohan Bogdanovich, a 33-year-old out in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh it's like Detroit told him, Hey, if you come and ball out, you're gonna get the ball and you're gonna have a trace the chance to go play for a championship team. And he's having added actually his career high year uh mm-hmm. with 21 points. So he could be perfect on that team. Well, what team do y'all think? Or does he stay up his? Bogdanovich. Uh he can go to, he can go down to Atlanta with his with his uh quote unquote brother. <laughs> Get the other one down there. So get both of them. Why not? <laughs> but I think um I want to say Grizzly for everything. They need everything. <laughs> I like Dallas because Dallas like, like the white guys too, like just like Utah. So I, I, I think Dallas could be a, a, a nice one. Church just said he's signed extension with Detroit. Hey, they don't stop the show, ah, though, okay, man. Okay, okay, they can, okay, they can okay. still trade them. They still can trade them, though. Hey, if you get something back for it, but um, but yeah. Uh, I, I had him as a trade person as well, too, too, um, before you continue. And I don't know where I like him at, but I think he does need to leave Detroit because Detroit, I feel like they're rebuilding mm-hmm. um, and they're getting a lot of their younger players, more talent. Uh, I mean, the talent, their talented players, more yeah. minutes and execution of that way. And so as a veteran, I mean, who knows? I mean, th- does MPJ leave and go there and do we have an all white team come from Denver, um, <laughs> so to speak? Um, because that's listen, you don't want that either. You're talking about about two playmakers at the floor at the same time. Defensively, yeah. it is what it is. But offensively, it's like, who do you guard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Detroit is in a predicament right now where you – it's kind of like Orlando, where you're figuring out who is your core. So you got Jaden Ivey. I I like K. I'm kind of iffy right now in terms of, like, longevity for him. Uh, he's out for the season right now, obviously. So it's kind of like – you can't really judge what it is right now, but he has had a lot of injuries that's kind of slowed him down. And I'm wondering, do they just roll with, uh, I forgot the name, I think it's Killian Hayes, uh, him and uh, Ivy as their backcourt. And then you got Duran, who looks great as a Ben Wallace type of center, uh, figuring out what's their core and then adding veterans to that. Bogdanovich is a veteran right now, so it's like it's great, but they're, eh, I don't, I don't do they want to keep him? That's uh, Bogdanovich. That's that's my question. I don't, I don't I don't know what how they feel about Kay Cunningham, how they feel about Jay Nivey, how they feel about Duran. Because I know Orlando, they feel good about Paolo, 
Franz, Bobo, like they solid. They just need some. I mean, they'll take Victor right now, I'm sure. <laughs> but as far as like who their core is, how do you how do you build around uh, around that if you're Detroit? That's the that's the curiosity that I have with them. Oh, I got two more players, man. Okay. Uh, free Cam Reddish. My thing with Cam Reddish is what's going on with him as far as like his temperament. Like he got out of Atlanta because they didn't like him in Atlanta. Thibodeau, Thibodeau was tough on all young players, but he's out of favor with Thibodeau. So it's kind of like, at what point is it just you? Where it's like, all right, you know, what's going on with that? Um, I think potential-wise, he has the potential to be a Steven Jackson kind of player where he is a knucklehead, but you understand that he can shoot and he can defend. So low-key, uh, Pop, if you say Antonio, what's what's up? Because <laughs> Pop handled Steven Jackson before, so he knows what's going on. Any coach that can handle a knucklehead or anybody from the Pop tree, whether it's Budenholzer, uh, Taylor Jenkins, uh, Will Hardy in Utah, whoever came. Not, uh, not, not Will Hardy, but uh, did Will Hardy come from that tree? I don't know. I don't remember. But, um, but yeah, anybody that can handle a knucklehead will be good for Cam Reddish, I think. And they can actually believe in him and say, hey, you got this. Just don't do no dumb shit. That's the main thing. Speaking of doing dumb shit, he was – Cam Reddish is one of the players that I believe could be a good trade partner for the Memphis Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks and the amount of money we're paying Dylan Brooks. Um, and With, with, what, with that stunt, Zaire Williams, though, because they're the same height, same kind right, of player. Exactly. And, and will it – yay or nay, but I think the culture – of how Memphis is as a team, to your point about how he's been with the Hawks and the Knicks. Mm. Um, there are younger cast of teams. So would he understand that, hey, you might not be starting. Like, to your point, we had Zaire mm. starting, Dylan Brooks is gone, you're coming off the bench, we're going to need X, Y, and Z from me. Understanding his role differently than where he's at. Now, with Tom Thibodeau, you're either playing 38 minutes or you're a ball boy. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and, and that's how I feel like he's feeling. And so, like, to me, I, I mean, give him a chance, again, Money wise, that works. Um, but yeah, to your point, does that stunt um big Z and it, it may or may not. So mm-hmm. I mean Dylan Brooks is stunting them, so <laughs> who your other player to? Uh Russell Westbrook. We ain't heard nothing about him, and he's I guess excelling on a bit, but you still trade him. Uh you know, I ain't thought about him in so long because like some trash. Nobody has, <laughs> but it's still a legit question. Because I think they gonna keep him, honestly. Because I mean, what what else do they have to lose <laughs> aside from games? But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, who wants him? Like, who? Like, hey, I need Russell Westbrook on my team right now. Shit, shit, Miami. Oh, here you go, man. <laughs> Here you go. Should have been, been Miami last year. No, man. We don't need 47 million to come and stink up the court. We already got Kyle Lowry doing that <laughs> at 30. So I think, to be honest, if, if there is some type of ascension by the Lakers, that the Lakers somehow make the playoffs or are contending for a playoff seat, <laughs> this has to happen with Anthony Davis back. They're definitely going to keep Russell Westbrook. Um, and then – yeah, $47 million. I don't see too many teams that are trading for that amount of money for him. Um, it, if you get Russell Westbrook, it's because he's been bought out yep. and he's on waivers. I think that's the only way to get him. And even then, I don't want to see him in Miami. 47 yards, man. Yeah, nobody trade for that. Not right now. 
unless you un unless unless you are a team that's about to have cap space you can have even more cap space with that 47 million clearing off your caps but nah i don't nah he good he probably say where he at sorry <laughs> Trust yeah, I can't agree more. not that price tag <laughs> said not that price tag yep all right uh i think that's everybody on my list man y'all got anything else before we get out of here um let me make sure i should be good yeah let me check because I, I think yeah, that was i think mine is clear that, so. oh the other player that i had was from the raptors does does og stay i think i like og i think he's saying mm -hmm. they, they like og og yeah. og slick is a dpoy candidate even though they got a bad record but his defensive mm -hmm. numbers are ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Like mm -hmm. if, if Marcus Smart can win it, granted they had a, a, a winning record. Hey, uh, this dude in Toronto is nice. I like him. I like he him. Is, a lot. Man. And, that's, and that's, again, no, that's another location that I would like to see Wiseman in is in Toronto. It's just like a young team that's on the on the up and up, unless Toronto wants to get Victor Wimbamiana, which I, I don't think that'll be that bad. To be in a position to get Victor, so no, they're not. They're not even going to be close. Even mm -hmm. if they lose every game from now on, they're yep. no. Mm -hmm. Yep. But all right, that's it for the show, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that came through in the chat, uh, coming through. So we'll. I'm not sure when we'll get back on our usual schedule, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I know with uh with football and then our Sundays uh, typically will be open. If not, we might do some configuring to to see which works best for us as a as a show. Uh, so again, if you are on YouTube, leave us a like, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you're on a podcast platform, subscribe over there, leave a five-star review, and we will see y'all next episode. Stay safe, be blessed, peace.